This episode of the Flushing and Dustin podcast is brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. To keep your dog safer in the field, check out gundogoutdoors.com and use code RINGNECKS to save 10%. Hi, hunters. Thank you for tuning into the Flushing and Dustin podcast brought to you by Nick and Tyler, the boys from RINGNECKS and Retrievers. In this podcast, we will talk about guns, dogs, gear, and our successes and failures in the field through our combined 40 years of experience. We speak with hunters just like you from across the nation about their days in the field and the many memories they built with their friends and family. We are excited to have you listen. Now let's get to Flushing and Dustin. Hunters, welcome back to another Flushing and Dustin podcast. Uh, tonight we got a couple special guests with us. We got the guys behind the Hunt Ready Vest. So I'm sure a lot of you have heard about it. Hopefully you've taken it to the field and have enjoyed it. Uh, we got both Jared and Heath here, so we're excited to have them on. Um, if you follow along with Ringnecks and Retrievers, obviously you know we use the vest. Had a lot of great luck with it this year. It didn't help me hit all the birds, but it does help me carry the ones out that I got. So, uh, Jared and Heath, if you guys could introduce yourself, and uh, we'll take it from there. Hey guys, appreciate you having us on. This is Heath Sainer. Um I know we've kind of went <laughs> went a couple of spots here trying to get this scheduled, so appreciate the patience and uh, working with us on that. Uh, excited to to be on the podcast and and looking forward to uh, talking about the season, talking about gear, and um, yeah. And unfortunately, I don't know if I can help you hit the birds, man. But, uh, <laughs> we'll see. What I don't know do. if anyone can. <laughs> you know, I've tried several times. <laughs> There ain't shit you can do. There ain't shit you can do. Uh, well, hey, hey guys, I, I appreciate you. Like he said, having us on, um, it's a great opportunity for us. And we just love anybody bringing content to the Upland community, strengthening it. Um, obviously, we're very passionate about it. And uh, so, yeah, my name's Jared, just one of the, one of the co-founders with Heath. And uh, as far as like uh, my excuse used to always be, well, it's my vest, you know, and the way that it fit me is why I missed all the birds. And you can so get the gun created, shouldered. Right. So I went and created a vest and yeah, I'm still missing <laughs> birds. So I'm going to have to get better in the field. So yeah. um, speaking of the vest, obviously this vest, this vest is super versatile. Um, you know, you can do any combination with it that you want. And the upland community was lacking some serious updates to equipment and gear to bring to the field. And last year you guys introduced it at Pheasant Fest. Can you guys give us a background of, you know, what got you going on the vest and kind of what inspired you to bring that to the Upland community? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, for me, um, well, and you know, both Jared and I grew up together. We've been buddies since like fourth grade we've hunted and fished, rode four wheelers, you know, typical, you know, Midwest, all American boys. Yeah. Uh, so and who's, you're going to have to answer this later in the podcast, but who's the better hunter and the better shot. We need to, we need to, well, we need to know that you guys, you guys got to be competitive, right? Yeah. But anyway, keep going. Heath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure I can answer that. That won't be a problem. Uh, yeah. But uh, so, you know, having spent a lot of time though, um, hiking, camping, duck hunting, you know, whitetail hunting, it just, 
you know, the it seemed like the upland community had just been left behind, you know, quite frankly, right? Like mm-hmm. you go to buy mountaineering packs and they're super lightweight, yet they're extremely durable, you know, very innovative material, um, you know, uh, duck hunting, you know, waders have advanced, you know, just on and on, right? Yep. And, yep. and we're obviously passionate hunters, but you know, the uplands are, are definitely something that we're extremely passionate about. And, you know, there just came a point in time where it was, I'm sure you guys have probably had similar conversations like, man, I wish I could, you know, find a vest at X, or I wish I could find a, you know, you know how it is. Yeah, I mean, Tyler's constantly saying, I wish I could find a gun that hit something, but it's, I always (laughs) tell him it's him. (laughs) There's that, there's that too, but, uh, uh but that was really kind of what you know that was at least what sparked it right yeah um and then um well i mean i'm not i mean uh so i don't want to mention other like vests or whatever but <laughs> you know um because there's there's some solid options out there i don't you know um yours is the best we we well we'd like to we'd like to think that we're we're at least competitive right so, so i'll throw absolutely. this out there so if you guys don't want to name other vests i i bought your guys right and uh everybody is like man you got to try the chief upland you got to try it right so i was like you know what i'm gonna purchase it and see sometimes i was thinking you know maybe in iowa it's super cold you know it's a little thicker vest maybe when it's nice and cold that'd be a nice one to throw on I took it out to the field um, and got a rooster. And for the love of God, I could not get that thing in the pouch. Like it was so small. I I don't know what, it, if I had something wrong with it. Well, um, I mean, remember Tyler can't normally hit shit. So he's not used no, to putting birds in a pouch. <laughs> I, hey, I fit four birds in the hunt ready one this year. One, one time and that fit well, I, seriously, I had issues fitting fitting the burden um other than that i mean that vest was fine i don't want to throw you know trash at any other vest but just speaking of it you know it was it was hard to fit that one rooster in there and i really like i said enjoyed your guys vest is is awesome for the upland community i appreciate that um so you know and we we certainly um you know spent a lot of time um so you know, I guess back up a little bit, right? And and one of the things that, you know, in the field, we, we when we first kind of started throwing around the idea and talking to buddies that hunt and, you know, our, even ourselves, it became apparent, you know, well, Jared likes, you know, certain types of pockets, right? Like a little bit smaller buckles, you know, I prefer, um, more of the rail pouch style on one side and uh, you know it just became apparent that you weren't going to come out with one vest right that was so that that's where we ended up with all right we got to figure out whether or not we can come up with something that is that is configurable right it's customizable um and obviously going you know back to the fact that we felt like we needed to bring some of the, you know, technology and innovations that the other markets had, had already, right, received, if you will. That's what led us down that path, right, to come up with our own vest. Um, and 
so we started thinking through that, right? Okay, well, who who does configuration well? And that kind of led us down the path of, of military, if you will, tactical market. Yep. That then led us down the path of, you know, kind of the standard Molly webbing. But there's some, you know, um, there are some drawbacks to that a little bit. Um, uh, you know, just just simply going down that path. And so um, when we when we uh, got connected up with First Spear, um, you know, First Spear's uh, patented system allows us to not only use their technology, right, with the tabs and the and the and the yep. hook and loop type, you know, Velcro yep. type material, but also the it is backwards compatible with the standard Molly webbing, right? Yep. And so, because we didn't really want to pursue something that was going to be well, you have to buy our vest and you have to buy our pockets and you have to buy our accessories, right? Like it allowed guys to, guys and gals, right? To, um, well, as an example, like we've, we've had a number of, um, you know, uh, servicemen and women buy our vest and they just buy the base, you know, foundation. They may, they may buy a, a pouch or two of ours, but then they've got, you know, some stuff left over or stuff they're using in the military that they can swap back and yep. forth. And uh, so that was kind of what led us down that path of, of creating a vest with that configurability and customization capabilities. And then it was, you know, like, a, I don't know, it was like, what's do probably four years worth of trial and error and field testing. Man, and that's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, so, it, I, I think just to kind of echo a little bit about what he's talking about. First of all, you know, when you're hunting in the uplands, you're going to have a lot of windshield time. I mean, anybody that's yeah. serious about it knows, you know, how much time you're spending to pick up and you come up with some crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, yep. but I will say, you know, uh, yeah, we, we were, I think the moment that it really became real to me is, you know, from the get go was just saying, Hey, we, we got to design something with just, Again, maximum configurability, modularity. These were all words that we kept pitching out there. And I think we were kind of standing around after a hunt one day and we had some prototypes on some guys and uh, we're getting really close to what we feel like was going to be the final production model. And I'm, I'm just sitting there and I'm taking notes. I'm like, yep, this is exactly what we're missing because everybody's vest here is different. It's set up different. Saner's a lefty. I mean, he's, he's all kinds of screwed up, you know. I mean, he's getting popped in the face with, with, you know, on automatic shotguns, all kinds of stuff. So I'm just sitting here going, this is it. This is, this has got a lot of traction. I think in the market, everybody's unique. It, you're going to have to provide something, but again, you know, to your earlier comments, like I also know that, you know, while we try to create something that's flexible enough that everybody can find, you know, their right fit, I'm probably not going to create something that just absolutely appeals to absolutely everybody i'd love to but there's the no way that'll that, happen right exactly and which is why you have a lot of competitive options and in various things and, and you find the guys that are just that that are the traditionalists that that love the old school jackets and stuff and you know every once in a while i like to put it on too and it, it, you know it's cool but i just don't want to hey, go you know, on I, long I still have like i still hunt with the old like uh it's from tyson's i'm sure you guys are aware of tyson's but basically it's a parachute on the back so I can hold a hundred birds in it if I want. So everybody gives me those birds to haul around. But then I, when I hunt with Tyler, then I don't haul anything. So, I mean, it's give take, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember. I remember last year we were talking. Right, it was right before Pheasant Fest, and I think I saw you guys. You you know did a little hints of what was coming out, and I was I, I think I was talking to you, Nick, or I was talking. So I have a law enforcement background, so um, I was like, man, if it'd just be nice for a vest to have Molly on it because you know, like I said, you got attachments, you can attach basically anything you want to it, yeah. you know, and all of a sudden Pheasant Fest pops up and your guys's vest launches. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, this is awesome. You know? And it's the one thing that I like is, so we got water bottles from gun dog outdoors. Yeah. Those can attach right to the Molly. So I have mm-hmm. two of those on for the dogs and then they have a first aid kit that can attach right to that Molly. And so, like you said, it's, you don't have to use per se your guys's um, attachments for everything you know right it's yeah. versatile you can go to a uh, 511 store or something you know and buy a pouch from them it, you can go from i bought that little camera mount um, yeah, yeah i can't think of who sold that it mess, yeah um and i never actually carried my camera on it this year but um i got it for you know next year hopefully carry the camera around but you know that's pretty awesome how you guys four years in the making and you know, you're able to come up with something that's just so. Uh, don't you know, obviously you don't need to go in complete depth uh, on this because I know it's kind of your own patent thing or whatever. But how does that idea go? And then what is the if you can skate around it? How does that idea go to a manufacturer to make something like this? Like I've always wondered that. Like if I wanted to make something, you know, you don't have to give any names out, but what does that look like? If you can sure. kind of elaborate on that in, in a sense, I guess, if that makes sense yeah, to you. Yeah. And, and uh, I do want to go back though, Tyler, to what you, um, I would like to get a little insight on the gun dog outdoor stuff, just how you yeah. like it, how it works. I've had some guys ask, so we can circle yeah. back to that. But, yeah. We'll reach out. Yeah. Uh, yep. Let me uh, try and answer that. So in terms of like manufacturing, you know, in, in full transparency, you know, Jared and I have careers in technology and software and, you know, just a totally non like fabric manufacturing, you know, type industry. Um, there's, you know, I would say there's probably goods in, you know, there's pluses and minuses to that. Like one of them, you know, we didn't come in with any preconceived notions. Like, it's just like, Hey, can we do this? Like, you know, Like, how do we do this? How do you do that? You know, we want to accomplish this. So we didn't have any of those like mental barriers. Like it was just, there was no box for us. Like it was just, Hey, we got this idea, you know? Um, Now we also on the flip side of that had to come up to speed on different types of fabric, types of thread, (laughs) types of, you know, like all of that. So, which again, it's, it's, it's like the whole process. You don't just say, Hey, we're thinking of this you got to actually go through and say this type of fabric feels the best to me this feels the best to me we like these you know you guys got the straps we like these straps we like these buckles like so it's like the like you completely designed every inch of this vest we we so so like i mean basically you know you kind of get an idea okay this is what we're thinking like we want, as Jared said, modularity, customization, right? All of that. Um, you know, at the highest level, um, you know, you start out with 
here's like six different vests or I don't know. Crap, dude, we had, Stu, I don't know. We probably have 20 vests, right. That we've <laughs> tried and you know, well, we like this on that. We don't like, you know, like yeah. the more of that you can take to the table when you do identify the manufacturer, you know, or, a, or a cut and sew shop or, or whatever, um, you know, that, that helps to kind of zero in. Right. But then, you know, to be very honest with you, like, I sat down for, I don't know how many hours and like just hand sketched, like drew stuff and, and, you know, I, I'd scan it, email it to Jared and he'd, you know, mark it up and give me, you know, and we, you know, we went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth on all of that. Um, and then, you know, the key for us was really finding that technology that allowed the customization or the modularity, right? We knew, we were kind of zeroing in on the Molly system, if you will, right, mm -hmm. in general. Yep. Um, and then was just fortunate to make the connections with First Fear, and they've been they've been great. Um, good group of guys and, and gals that we've been working with there. They're based out of St. Louis or just outside oh, of St. Nice. Louis. Um, and, it just gets uh, me amped up, like just thinking the preparation that you know so i'm in sales so i always think about preparation before going to meetings and i'm always like oh what am i going to pitch so like thinking of like the stages that you went through and how those came along it's pretty it's exciting pretty wild man yeah it's it pretty wild I'll, I'll fully admit there were times where it was like i don't know like is this, <laughs> like you know like you i'm know, sure four years actually ever going to have a vest we can put on like you know like i'm tired of drawing this stuff right hey the the saying of 10% idea 90% execution i mean we live that out fully yeah um, it's crazy it, it's it's a grind i don't i mean i'm not going to you know make it, it is a grind you're just going to you're going to have to say like you're going to keep knocking on doors and people are going to slam in your face like who are these cats like they've lost their loving mind you know and 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 i think there was that moment again where uh you know it it really was a godsend when we, we connected with first beer and we're just like like these are these are people that get exactly what we're after and you know um they're filling in the gaps where you might have like some you know some you know skill gaps or whatever the case might be so yep. it was really a yep. match made in heaven they loved our passion they could see through it and then they said like we can help you build this thing and and you know we got some stuff that we're willing to let you guys use too. So it, it really was a great uh, marriage of, you know, our idea and just our passion and, you know, then having them to back us with a lot of their, you know, expertise and military and all different branches of services. So it yeah, was great. I was going to say for those that don't know, like that might be listening, right. First fear, they, uh, they manufacture uh, gear for law enforcement and military agencies around the world. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, you know, plate vests, um, you know, very well, I mean, you know, you, you can look at their website, but I mean, they've got like a ton of stuff. Um, Everything tactical you can think of. Right. Yep. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Uh, and so that, you know, they, they don't compete in like the outdoor industry. Yep. You know, so um, it, it really was pretty cool. Um, you know, this is a story I, I tell once in a while, you know, we're during the first meeting, we're, you know, we're sitting down at the table and 
one of the lead designers, you know, is there and uh, the lady that we work with primarily in terms of manufacturing schedules and all that. Um, but the guy, you know, that uh, the designer, right, that's, that we work with on, on prototyping things out and all that, you know, about halfway through the meeting, he's like looking at me and he was like, hey, uh, do you play football for so-and-so back in, you know, whatever? Yeah, man. I knew it. We played each other in the playoffs and, you know, uh-huh. like, it's just wild, you know, so. It, so who'd you play football for? Can't yeah, leave just, us out no, now. No, 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 no. I don't want to go down that path, but uh, <laughs> the, those, those, those are the glory days, man. I'm not going to go there. But the, the, what was cool, though, is like that kind of a relationship, right, is is what you hope for, or at least what, you know, what I think Jared and I had hoped for in a partner, Right. Because yep. it's not, you, you know, it's not just, a, you know, okay, we want to order X number of vests and all this. It's like, you know, I can pick up the phone call and be like, Hey man, how's your kid doing? You know, how was deer season for you? You know, and have those types of conversations as part of, you know, quote unquote business. Right. And so anyway, it's, it's been a, it's been a good experience and we're, we're stoked to have them, you know, as one of our, you know, and, and I'll just kind of, back some of the things that uh you both said you know since tyler and i got into the you know the podcast and and i guess the instagram game if you will i have found more people to be more friendly more helpful wanting you to succeed and i feel like that's how tyler and i have always been we've always wanted hey i'm not getting on birds oh we got a good public land spot down here you know um you know help people out get them on birds we want to keep going and i didn't find that before when we weren't doing this honestly before when i felt like we were just and we're common folk but before the podcast and before instagram you know everybody's so private no 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 but now it's like oh hey do you guys want to come and hunt with us and it's like (laughs) it's kind of crazy that people kind of open up when you have a passion and you show that um and it doesn't seem like it's that way when you don't have a platform which is kind of weird to me i guess yeah that makes sense yeah yeah that that is interesting i i really haven't thought about it i i will be honest though um you know when when jared and i you know years ago right started talking about all this and you know all those years leading up to all of this the one thing that i never really even considered i think maybe it was because we were so tunnel visioned right on just design and going back and forth with prototypes and field testing and we got to get this right we've got to tweak that you know was how many people to your point right that it would just you know you just meet along the way and get mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. friends you'd make and the um and i don't know like i've even even like numerous people that don't have a i don't you know quote unquote platform if you will you know i've i don't know man it's just been really cool like we've met some really cool it is super cool people and and had some amazing hunts and and um you know have been able to even you know give some advice to some folks that are just getting into the game you know and and that's really cool to get a text in the middle of an afternoon and be like i got my first bird you know (laughs) like i don't know it's that, that was just something i guess it's kind of taken me off you know i just i just I just never had anticipated it. So uh, I think the more we can encourage people. 
to use it for the good, right? Yep. The better. Yep. And I think one of the highlights for Tyler and I, um, this was back when we, a year ago, when we first started this, a um, couple months in, just started the podcast. We get an email from a gentleman down in Missouri. I believe he was right. Tyler. Yeah. He was in Missouri. Uh, yeah, and so. he asked, he asked us um, about helping him pick out his first pup. I'm like, I'm no dog ass. Like we have dogs. Uh, we, you know, we work with them. You know, we don't, we're not professional trainers by any mean, but for you to listen to what we're doing, what we're doing in the field, look at our content and to trust us to pick out a dog. Um, and we ended up helping him make a decision. And I think he went with the right way. And I think it was a spaniel of some sorts is what we ended up coming up with for that gentleman. So, you know, yeah, we're ringnecks and retrievers, but that doesn't mean that a retriever is right for you. We're going to, we want what's best sure. for you, you know? So it, it is very cool. Like you, you sit back and you think of the journey. It's like, we just helped this guy pick out his first dog. <laughs> like, yeah. wow. Yeah, so a uh, serious topic to, to tackle with, a, oh. with somebody. You better get it right. Yeah. yeah so we actually, <laughs> it's a pulled, big commitment. it was, so we actually pulled them on and did uh, a zoom call, uh, not recorded, obviously. Uh, but you know, we both Tyler and I both wrote down a list of things that we look for, what we like. Da, 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 da. We kept talking to him and had him take notes. And at the end of it, you know, it was like an hour session. And he's like, "All right, I think this is the way I'm gonna go." So it was, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Super so you guys, this is your first year, obviously, in full production with the vest, and yep. first full hunting season. How'd you guys' hunting season go? First season with the vest. And what's but, your yeah, favorite part about the vest? So technically, it's not our first season. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> With the but, first yeah, season in production first, of the vest. Yeah, first industry, you know, open to the yeah. industry. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I definitely want Stu to get to, to weigh in, you know, his thoughts and things. But um, for me, I think, um, you know, I've been extremely humbled just, just by the <clears throat> overwhelming support. And I don't just mean people that have bought the vest. I mean, people that, um, you know, may have a competitor's vest, but still took the time to say, guys, that's awesome. You know, glad you, you know, are pushing the envelope forward for the Upland community. It, you know, um, and, and I, I respect that, you know, I mean, our vest isn't going to speak to everyone. Right. And that's okay. Right. But, um, I think if, you know, it's that whole, you know, if the, if the sea rises, all the ships rise. Right. And, and we, we collectively as a community do need to, to push it forward. Right. And, and appeal to the next generation and, um, uh, and, and I'll, you know, I'm not, again, I, I don't want to call names out, but I have had a chance to talk directly with some of our, you know, what I would consider key competitors and um, good dudes, you know, yeah. like, Hey, congrats, man. You made it. You know, it's, yeah. I, I know what it, I know what it takes to get there, you know, and want to wish you the best. And, and, um, you know, if you're ever in my way, let's hunt together. Let's take a picture, you know, with each other in our vests and throw it out there and just have fun with it, you know? And so for me, it's been, it's been pretty humbling, like, you know, cause you just don't know you know, going in, no. you're putting yourself out there, you know, setting aside the financial investment, right. For a little bit, mm -hmm. just to, you know, you're putting yourself out there. I mean, you guys know, you start a podcast, you're, you're trying to, you know, 
um, yeah, make your spent, mark, right? Absolutely. And so that that I think for me that first season, um, that's what I would say is it's just been it's been pretty cool. It's been a cool ride so far. You know, and I want to I want to piggyback off something you said there, Heath, and that is, you know, not everybody's going to like what you came out with, which I think is so true in life. And for you to be able to bring that to the table, I think that helps you be even more successful. Appreciate that. I, yeah. I really do. I really do. I think that's that's a big key in your success. Uh, you know, nine out of ten people are going to love you, and that one person isn't going to like it. That's that's the way it goes. And if you're okay with that, you'll be successful. That's why it's a free market economy. There's <laughs> Absolutely. Other right. Absolutely. I mean, that's, Absolutely. That's 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 the blessing of being in America. So I do want to I do want to interrupt and ask Jared. I mean, you look like you're if you're not watching, folks. Jared looks like he's in an office. Looks like he's got filing cabinets around him. Like dude's in business right now, and it's eight o'clock at night. Do you got a vest in that office that you can show? I'm sorry, I do not. I got one. Oh. Pickup, so I can run out and grab it. <laughs> Load it up, ready to go, just right. in case. The field Hold on. There you go. How's there that? Oh, there they are. There they are. (laughs) How's that? (laughs) That's perfect. That's perfect. What'd you guys do with all your prototypes? Uh, We still have them. We're hanging on to those. Nice. Um, It's funny too, because uh, for the first six months or so of the year, I wore one of our prototypes because we had all these back orders to fill and I didn't want (laughs) to, like mine didn't even have our logo on it. Like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, logos unimportant on a prototype and so i was hitting the field without any kind of hunt ready anything just you know and uh just you know to make sure we filled filled all the pre-orders and everything first and all that um the but yeah we'll keep those unnamed <laughs> yeah and, and i think jared still got one that doesn't have all the features even so um it's just that's that's how it goes in memory but, lane yeah, yeah, I do want Jerry to kind of weigh in on the first season and get his thoughts because he's probably got a different perspective. Yeah, I mean, I uh, it, it's been a wild ride, guys, and and I and I echo what you're saying too. Just the community in general has been very supportive. Um, I don't know that um, I anticipated that you know going into this deal. Um, I think what he talks about tunnel vision, you know, part of me is like, you know don't 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 want this to sound cocky or arrogant but it's like i really don't care what people think but at the same time it's like it's nice when somebody comes along and says hey man great job like keep doing what you're doing you guys are trying to do it the right way and and that's the only way that we want to do business anyways i mean we want to be uh extremely fair and and, you know provide a great value for people um but i think that man i just think that you know leading up to pheasant fest it was kind of like i remember being in the truck on the way up there it was just like (laughs) it's almost like just this crazy, like, it's almost like that girl that you scored a date with in high school or something. And you're like, I can't believe this is actually happening, you know? And it's like, so that was, you know, kind of a surreal moment. And I think, you know, when we went to Pheasant Fest, again, we were, we, nobody knew who we were. I mean, we kind of, we kind of disguised it that way. And you, you'd mentioned earlier, like Keith was throwing out some teasers on social, yeah. and, you know, and, try to perk up, you know, some interest to, you know, maybe 300, 400 followers, or whatever it was at the time. And dude, you know, I purchased it the day know, it came out. I got to give a shout out. Oh, but, but it, it was just, 
they like immediately is like okay you know we're here and then all of a sudden i just don't know what happened but it's just like the word got out and then our booth just blew up and you know he's known me my whole life you know i'm you know i'm an introvert i'm a deep thinker type guy i like the uplands because i get alone and disconnect from people and i can you know it's just good for me i talked more in that weekend than i probably talked the rest of 2020 no lie and <laughs> and, and so the so the the whole the funny thing was is like we we even had heat's cousin over there he's he hunts with us he's part of the hunt ready crew and so we're I'm like, if Kelly was, what are we thinking? Like, we're absolutely clueless. <laughs> if Kelly wouldn't have been there, he wouldn't have, you know, he was helping us. I mean, we just had people. But I, the coolest thing was, is we, we sold a vest and uh, a gentleman, uh, I don't want to botch his last name. I think it was, was Goski or Goski, so, something like that. I probably screwed that up big time. But he was, he was definitely, I think he was uh, uh, Army and uh, yeah he was he uh he pinged us on instagram and he had got his vest home put on some of his kit and uh outfitted his vest had his had his name on it and then had his dog on the tailgate and it, it just like hit me i was like holy cow this is real like this is yeah it's just a cool feeling and you know it's kind of one of those deals where you kind of dreamt for that day um you know just excited to get it out there into the public and so I would say, you know, even though we knew nothing about what the vest was going to do in the marketplace at that time, it was just a really cool, surreal feeling, something great to be a part of, to um, expose it to really a concentrated group of, of like-minded individuals at Pheasant Fest where you're going to, you're exposing yourself, like Heath said, like, I mean, oh, we yeah. might, we might walk away from here and just get, com you know, completely hosed on this deal, but you know, people received it well. We're just super thankful for that. Um, yep. It 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 reaffirmed all the things that we had seen through the years when we were just struggling to kind of find the right thing for us. And so to to feel like okay, we at least we hit you know a, a nerve with the community in a good way. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I was really pleased coming away from present. I, I completely understand what you're saying. I mean, ours would be a little bit different. But um, actually, I just figured this out a couple weeks ago. I'm not very, like, I'm not very tech savvy on Instagram or anything like that. But uh, we have people that are always, like, tagging us in posts. And I didn't know where the hell that was at. Well, the other day, I finally found it. And I, I told Tyler, I'm like, man, this is pretty cool. People are actually, like, tagging us in posts. So I had, like, my surreal moment, you know, after a year, <laughs> just a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Like, oh, shit, this is pretty cool. <laughs> uh, so I, I completely understand that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Nick is probably the least tech savvy. I'm all about uh, getting out there. And I, I'm I'm very much a people person. You can probably tell I love to talk uh, in sales, obviously. So I'm constantly in front of people and I work with doctors. So I like entertaining and that sort of thing. I'd much rather not even deal with my phone or for that matter, even have social media. But here we are. So, I mean, it works, though, because Tyler's running social media and you're shooting the birds. Right? I mean, that way, that's right. what happens. Oh, I mean, that's what happens. Know. <laughs> he, needs to, he needs to wear the camera instead of me because I have to delete half my footage because I miss the bird. So it sucks, anyways. 
But, and, and Jared's in the office counting beans, and I'm at home <laughs> hanging out with the dogs and, and John Vest. Like it just, uh, you know, team, teamwork makes the dream work. So. That's right. It, <laughs> well, it, different... it completely does. And I can I can tell your dynamic, Keith. You're definitely outgoing and ready to talk. And Jared, you look like you're writing a song over there, not going to talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Easy now. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those. Uh, got a few friends that. You know, we we like to. They're lifelong friends. I'm just real selective, so that's right. <laughs> that hey, that's the way to do it. <laughs> so you guys obviously had, you know, the orange vest come out. Then you did the coyote tan. Yep, with the with the ranger green. Yep. yep. Do you guys? You don't have to say anything if you got something in the works. You don't want to, but are there future plans for expansion of the hunt ready brand? Uh, certainly. Yep. Nice. Yeah, we're um. You know, we've we've um, continue to listen to to the market. Um, you know, we have a number of folks now that are, you know, putting the vest through the paces, and you know, hey, boy, it'd be sweet if we had this type of pouch, or, you know, can you tweak this? And, you know, because you know, the bottom line, like as much as you, as much as you field test and and you know all of that, right? Like, you know, you guys hunt a certain way, we yep. hunt a certain, you know, generally, yep. right? And so, yeah, we definitely you, want to. If you could really sh- put a camel back in it, Tyler mainly just gets done walking and doesn't ever sh- shoot anything. So that would that would help him out. <laughs> I have water pouches. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's certainly things, um, and then there's also, um, you know, product opportunity expansion. Yeah, you know, not just enhancements or pouches and accessories so yeah i uh certainly you know there's things on the in the queue and on the list that we want we want to expand so um. do you do you guys find that i guess i would call it the retail market and you can correct me if i'm wrong there but do you find that the upland market is hungry for not only better equipment but more knowledge and info. Do you, do you think that's coming down the pipeline? I think that's kind of why we came out with a podcast and we hear some of that, but probably not as much as you guys would hear some of that feedback and, and what people really want. Yeah. I mean, you know, Stu, you can weigh in here as well. I, I certainly think so. Um, and, you know, for me, I think a lot of that's just simply driven by, um, you know, the, the generation by which we live in, right? I mean, it's just a different... Um, Dynamic. Yeah, I mean, you know, you the, the millennial market is, you know, they have discretionary income now and they're, you know, they're exploring the things that, you know, interest them. Um, Upland, I believe, is one of those things, you know. Um, if you just look at the growth of, of the market um, and they consume information differently than any generation before us. Right. Yep. 110%. Um, and so I think you're spot on. I mean, things like project upland, you know, um, yep. the, um, some friends of ours, some guys that we know, at least they started try upland recently. And it's, oh, a, yep. you know, it's a, it's a basically a community, you know, um, with mentors, you know, that the, the, the objective is to help people get into and, and integrate into the upland community right and some of those basic things you know like 
and, and they, you know, I had an opportunity to, to help out there. And, um, you know, some of those things that like guys like us, I think we just probably take for granted that we just know, you know, like it's been so long, like yeah. when you say a brushy draw, what do you mean? <laughs> I mean and, and, and I'm not, you know, like, Oh, I know you're, and, I know. 100%. When, I get those, when I get those questions, I'm like, wow, like, yeah, okay, hold on. I got to back way up, you know, yeah. like uh, transitional cover. Huh? You know, it's yep. like, Oh, yep. okay. Um, and so like, you know, the ability for them to, go out and really pursue that type of information is what will grow our market. Right. And, and then we have more podcast listeners. We sell more fast. We have, you know, people that come out with new gear and different gear. And so it's just, I, I think you're right on. Um, I think that's where we're headed. Um, and it, I think, it's, I think it, it's a great sorry. community. Um, you know, being able to influence people, and have them reach out to you and know that you're making a difference. I think that's what it's all about. And uh, Stu, go ahead and uh, sorry yeah. for, for no, there. no, my apologies. I was, I was just going to kind of echo. I, I will say, you know, obviously it's like society, you know, we, we, a lot of times we're trying to label like these generations and, you know, we talk about millennials and, and I think one of the things specifically with millennials is like, you think about that group it's like they've had a device or been connected their whole life like the first generation to really be connected like that and i i not what i say a lot of times about the uplands it's so good for me is it's like it's a reset for my soul and i think a lot of this younger generation you know younger than us that they're finding this out like why is you know hiking camping in the mountains go climbing 14ers why is going to the uplands so appealing it's, it's that disconnect from that that the constant notification numbness is what i call it you know i'm in technology in my day job so i can relate to it big time but but uh yeah i just i think that you know one of the things that i kind of look at the upland in this it's just one of the things that I'm like kind of try to compare it to and in the way that I see things going from an kind of rate explode a little bit is the fact that, you know, I don't know how many years ago it's been like maybe five or six years ago it's like who used the term overlanding it's like oh some dudes that were just like had you know would go camp and had some jeeps or you know whatever land cruisers and you nobody use that term that I that I can recall and then all of a sudden like if you mention overlanding today everybody knows what overlanding is and it's like you know you're talking about all these manufacturers and these products to support the journey and you know kind of just so I kind of see upland it's like it's regaining strength you know yep. and and kind of you know people are being introduced to it for the first time what do you what, what is this type of hunting you know so I I don't know I just I feel we're primed um to kind of Exciting. explode into new realms yeah that's the way i see yeah. it you know and about the about the millennials i can my daughter is almost two years old and we have uh i don't even know what the hell it's called a, a amazon fire tablet freaking deal she knows how to turn it on and then she knows what the what she wants to watch looks like and she knows if she keeps pushing enough it'll play like <laughs> she's not even two yet it's wild it's like jesus at that age, I mean, I was just puking on myself. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's just it's just a different, you know. Um, and you just, you know, you think about it, like it's like everything, you know. Gone are the days of of um, 
you know, maps, like it's on X, yep. you know, it's, it's yeah. all of that has changed, right? Like, you know, go and try and find like a, a, a paper, you know, walking hunting access map now, you know, it's like, God, that used to be just like every time you went on an upland hunt, you stopped at Cabela's or whatever. Right. Yep. And uh, so it's just, you know, to, to your point, right. It's just different and it's evolving. And, and so uh, it's exciting, right? I mean, change brings about, um, you know, change can definitely bring about a lot of good things. So, um, yep. yeah, the technology coming to the market for upland is just, it's just the beginning of it, you know, and obviously social media helps grow that. And then just the companies, I mean, it's, it's crazy. You know, you talk about the maps and, uh, a guy in investigations I worked with, he's, uh, he's close to retirement and, uh, big bird hunter. He's gone to South Dakota many years and he had, a uh, one of his plot maps, I think is what they call them, right? Plot maps, plot maps, yeah. whatever they were. Um, but he had that thing marked up where he found birds. <laughs> he had a journal with dates on it, temperatures, wind. You know, and it's like, man, now, like you said, you go to Onyx, put a pheasant pin down, and you can put in what the weather was that day. I mean, it's the same thing, but just automatically right on your phone, you know, and I'm like, man, I mean, he had just a journal full of all of his hunts. Probably decades, you know. You know, and he had all the fields named, you know, whatever they named them, and I was like, man, that is just that's crazy. You know, they go there and they'd bring it with them every year. And if they found another good spot, mark it down, you know, and every hunt was calculated with, I'm like, man, you got, now you just got, like I said, that on one little device and there it is. So it's, it's really impacted my hunting in terms of, you know, I watch Tyler and I share an Onyx uh, app, you know, and he'll post on there, saw a ton of birds, didn't get any, missed them all. So then I go back to that same spot and I limit out in like 15 minutes. <laughs> so it's been good for me. <laughs> uh, the cool thing about the cool thing about that though, Tyler, like like you were saying about, you know, that guy, it having that map is remarkable, right? Like you look at that and you're like, wow, holy crap. But it 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 you know, the ability to um share that and and help pull someone else in isn't there or at least you know not not nearly as uh easy well like you know like in fact i had a couple guys call me today that you know they'd heard we were out you know in the panhandle and and southwest kansas and hunting and all that and talked to them for a little bit and they were asking me some questions and you know i dropped them a couple of pens yep you know, like that's how easy it is now. Yeah, for you us. don't have to be like longitude, latitude, or you right. know, right? It's the streets, yeah. It's, you know, and well, I, I think that's super cool that you did that. Like, people that want help, you're going to give them maybe not your best spots, but you're you're priming them to get into some birds. I'm assuming. Yeah, like, yeah. That's hey, that's I mean, what it's all about for us, right? I mean, yeah, that's exactly. what it's all about, and I I love that. I I freaking love that. Yeah, it's uh. You know, someone, someone took us, right? Somebody yeah. pointed us, somebody, something, right? Most likely, the vast majority of us, I'll put it that way. Yep. Right? Not everybody had that hand reach down. But, 
you know, for those that didn't, it was probably more difficult, yeah. probably harder. They had some more obstacles to overcome. Yep. Um, so I think it's on us. You know, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in, in, you know, getting kids out and taking them hunting and, and showing them what it's all about, you know? Yep. Um, so, and do, I would encourage everybody to do that, you know? Do either one of you guys have kids? I do. I have kids. I got a couple, a couple girls. And, I actually uh, have a couple girls too. Yeah. My youngest is uh, pretty big into it. She's got a little Vishla pup. She's nice. right now. Uh, oh, that's cool. He's, she's an eighth grader. Uh, and so she, she's part of the hunt ready crew. She goes out and hunts with us. And, uh, so that's pretty cool. And then, uh, Jared's a little bit further behind me. He got, he got some younger ones. Yeah. We didn't, <laughs> I guess we didn't figure out how to have kids till later on in life. So we're, uh, we got a, we got a 13 year old and, uh, my daughter, she's, she's a year behind Heat's youngest. And then, uh, we got a six-year-old son and then a three-year-old son and they're firecrackers. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're doing, all, we're doing everything by the book over here and <laughs> sooner or later. It's just, I keep telling people I'm trying to be mistaken for a grandparent at parent teacher conferences <laughs> no, with my youngest. So. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But I'm, only, that- I'm only 34, but everybody already expects me as a, a grandfather. My my beard's already gray. My head's already gray. Yeah. I told my wife, we just had our last, uh, our most recent daughter, December 16th. So I said, I'm done. So I said, everybody's going to think that I'm, everybody always asks me if I'm already like 45. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. It's up quick. But, uh, <laughs> that's funny. How about you, Tyler? No, I just got the two dogs. So maybe yeah, he's, cool. he's got a woman too. Don't let him fool. He's been with her for like 20 years now. Five yeah. years, but he's been with her for a while. Keep getting that pressure to put that circle thing on a finger. Oh, you know, oh. you know how that is. <laughs> comes a time when you got to do it, I guess. But yeah. So how was, give us one of you guys's, each of you, give us the best hunt of this year that you can think of. Um, yeah. So for me, um, you know, sage grouse were <clears throat> sage grouse was on the, you know, at least very high up on my list of, of, you know, targets, uh, and had been for, you know, two or three years now. Uh, and it had an opportunity, um, been planning that for about a year or so. Um, and pretty cool. We were talking about social media and all that kind of stuff earlier. Um, Jared and I ended up meeting at a pen in Wyoming. Uh, I don't know, Stu, what? It was probably seven, eight other guys there, maybe. Um, yeah. Total. Most of, and they yeah, were all, so. all dudes that we had met through, through this, you know, through, <laughs> Ready, awesome. uh, through social media. Um, and my brother went, of course, I, you know, I've hunted with my brother, but, and Jared and I have hunted together, but everyone else there had never hunted together. Uh, amazing trip. Just had an amazing time. We were in the back country, just pop tents, uh, camped. Um, what? And, uh, really? Popping tents in the back? Oh, man. It was, it was epic. It really was. Like, I... Now, now, now the, you know, it's Jared, you know, he's got the, in the office with the filing cabinet. So it was a little rough for him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, 
you know, just just the the adventure right of it, and the uh, the opportunity to connect with a bunch of really good dudes, um, share stories around a campfire, and um, you know, hunt sage. All you know, everybody on the trip, it was their first time to to bag sage grouse, and I don't know, you know, going through that and experiencing something like that with a group of guys, and it was a lot of fun. That so that that's my answer. It was that's incredible. Was Wyoming sage. That's super incredible. Uh, that's awesome. I'm jealous. Uh, well, I'll, I'll share a pin. So yeah. <laughs> hit me up. Yeah, let uh, me know when you're going out there. We'll head out. Sounds good. Sounds good. I, I, I will say that was a, uh, was a pretty epic trip, even though like everything went wrong on that trip for me. Um, I mean, honestly, it, I, you know, it was kind of curious, like on, on the way in, legit guys i'm not kidding we we come in don't ever trust google maps like i've learned that um otherwise you'll end up pulling an enclosed trailer across two track and up the side of a mountain to get to camp and uh um yeah, <laughs> yeah google google maps and two tracks don't yeah just yeah it's just pure you'll start doing some stupid stuff and frustration <laughs> sets in so um there there might have yeah it, it was just wild. but anyways we're, we're the sun's going down we're on this two track and i kid you not we we come around this corner and i look out and i said and there was two guys in my truck with me and i said uh, uh boys uh those are sage grouse right there and you know it's kind of one of those deals like such a you know awesome bird to get to hunt and they just talk about you know the the levels being low and how long you're going to get to hunt them and all that kind of stuff and so I hop out of the truck and I'm just like, man, I just, I'm curious. I, I literally get up to these birds like 15 yards. I'm not even making this stuff up. I, I think one of my other buddies has got it on like, yeah, it's on video. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, these birds are feeding. They could care less. I'm not sure that they've ever seen a human before. Like, honestly, like I go up and it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to make them flush. So I, you know, and I'm having this like internal debate. It's like, I just drove like 17 hours. I could get my limit like right here, show up at camp. And I was like, Hey guys, what took so long? You know, like I've got this story. I'll plan it. Like, no, nah, I can't do that to my dogs. I can't do that to myself. So we go make it to camp, whatever. And the next morning I wake up, I've got vertigo. Like Ugh. I've, I've been to the mountains. Like we were at 8,000 feet. I mean, I've climbed a 14 or and camped at base camp at 11,000 feet or just under, you know, just right at the tree line. Never had a problem with any altitude sickness. Walked around for two and a half days, just like trying to throw my guts up constantly and try to hunt these birds. And so the reason why it's, it doesn't necessarily, it's epic, but it's not epic is I drove all the way to Wyoming and never fired a shell. <laughs> never got a bird after that. Like we saw birds, but they were just they were skittish and flush and crazy wild and now dogs now and here's the reality guys yeah here we go now oh goodness here you here sound like nick he always <laughs> yeah. has something to say <laughs> i don't i you know we don't know if he actually fired shots or not like he didn't bag a bird like that's that that's the reality bag a bird right so yeah i know that i know what i know what shit you're talking about there i'm like <laughs> Tyler probably shot six times and never got a fucking thing. Just <laughs> I don't even know that happened. <laughs> so I, so to, to say, like, I think the best trip of the season though is is we've just Heath and I and and two other guys we've we've gone to South Dakota every year for like 
I don't know, 10 years straight or something like that. I'm losing track of how many years. Yeah, but it's been a decade at least, yeah. It's just always one of those trips that you you mark it on the calendar, you're with guys that you know, and then the guys that we meet up with in South Dakota, it's like, you know, we're all, we've all basically become brothers and almost like a family, just an extended family. And it, we all just look forward to it. And so it's, it's just, it's just a great time. And, you know, obviously, uh, love to go chase some, some pheasants and, um, it's just, there's the birds, there's always just strong numbers of birds, it seems like. So the dogs are always getting in good work. So just it's not it. even about how many birds you get. Like, right. this is how I feel right. when we go. For me, it's about seeing the dogs work, yeah. being with the guys, and then the experience of checking out different fields, finding different terrain. Um, yeah, if you have a great day, that's great. I'm still going to drink beer. If I don't have a great day, I'm still going to drink beer. So at the end of the day, it's a pretty good day. That's how I look at it. Yeah, it's it's that is a fun trip, man. Like Jared said, like we, you know, know you know just over a period of 10 years right i mean you knock on doors and you run into people at the you know the little cafe now they kind of know us and they give us yeah. crap when we walk in and you know you you know and you 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 get you know some farmer that comes over and starts shooting the bull and you end up buying him a beer too and he's like ah you guys from missouri you're all right you <laughs> i've got an 80 over here you can hunt or you know like that stuff like jared was saying i don't know it's just pretty cool you know, over time to, um, you know, build that relationship that happened to us this year. So we went out scouting, found some ground, fantastic ground. Um, guy said it hasn't been hunted all year. And I was like, what? Um, let us hunt it. We ended up getting our limit. We ended up going back the next day. We took him some Iowa deer sausage, some booze went in and just, you know, you know, just showed him all sorts of respect like 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 i'm sure you guys do as well um i sent him a christmas card uh all that stuff but i get up to his door and i'm knocking you know hey you know we just want to say thank you did you want any of the birds we shot this many off your property yada 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 you got that many off my property really i didn't even know there was that many down there yeah yeah well i tell you guys what i got another place back behind here if you just want to drive through my field and through my farm back here and you go back through this gate and, and i was like really he goes yeah, go on, go on back there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Come all right. It. <laughs> but it, it, but it, it is those little things though. Like, and, and I, you know, we, it's something that I think people, you know, you, you that's not lost, lost on art. Us, certainly. But, you know, like, you know, we, we take some jugs of Missouri honey up there and, you know, like some from your state. Yeah. It's just, you know, like, um, my my you know my cousin is one of the guys that always goes with us on that trip and and um you know his business you know made some like you know blaze orange hats one year or whatever and we took some up there and man sure enough we show up and those guys are wearing them you know That's like awesome it's just but you know like it's that relationship and and you know people have to the reality of it is you know i've heard you know how do you guys how do you guys get that access like you know how can we you know well you got to invest time and you know, you have to, you have to build th those relationships. Aren't just an immediate thing to your point, yeah. right? You send a Christmas yeah. card, you, you know, and so um, we make calendars up sometimes with some of the pictures that we shoot while we're there and, you know, you know, send them a calendar and, and it's, again, it's not, you know, like it's a bunch of money, you know, it's not, you know, yeah. um, 
and it's just and, appreciation. Yeah. Is really what it is. Treat and people even, like you want to be treated. I mean, yeah. bottom line. One of the cool things that, that we started doing with those guys up in Dakota, um, they, they've, they've opened their house up at this point. Right. And we're like, well, you know, Hey, like we, we need to pay, you know, we need to pay you like what, whatever we would, whatever we would pay the hotel or whatever. And, you know, we're not, you know, long story short, like they have just started taking that money and making a local a donation to the local pheasants forever chapter. Oh, that's cool. And, you know, that's pretty cool. Like when you think about how that circle yeah. works like that. And so, um, you know, I, I guess just trying to encourage people out there that might be listening, like that's the key, man. It's, yep. those, you know, it's just to Jared's point, treat people like you want to be treated and, and, um, you know, build that relationship build and the relationships. Yep. Absolutely. So, well, guys, we appreciate your time tonight. Um, again, thanks for coming out with an awesome vest. We, uh, love it in the fields. And, um, again, thanks for coming on. Um, don't want to take any more time, but definitely appreciate it. And, uh, again, good luck in the rest of the season here. You let's got a couple hunt, weeks let's left. together sometime. Yeah, certainly guys. Thank you for the opportunity and the kind words. Um, really do appreciate it. And, and we, we certainly got to get together and, and, and dust some birds. So and if you, uh, if you ever want to just keep birds in your field, invite Tyler along for a hunt. Hey, I'm good with the camera. I'll, I'll be the cameraman. I don't have to carry you. You guys you can what, take man, my birds. You, you order up one of those vests and we'll just have to hand deliver it. How's that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. Free place right. to stay. Stay at my house. Cool. Nice. All right. Look forward uh, to it, guys. Thank yeah. you. Good luck. All right. Season. Thank you very much. Thanks, have a great night. See you. Bye. Yes, sir. Take care.